Yo, 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 what's good, man? It's your boy Jay Banner here for another take for my man BMO the Great. Man, that's just that's a track right there called Off the Great Expectation album, man. Make sure you go see that project, go listen to that project, check them out. My life records in the building, man. What's up with y'all, man? Great. You already know what it is, man. It's good to be back. Yeah, what's up, brother? How you been, man? And I just been chilling, focused, working, just trying to stay locked in and keep the music coming, really. Yeah, how's that been going for you? Uh, ain't focused. Uh, you know how it is with everything. Like, really, everything been changing since we kind of like in this new area, like this new era of content, where content is just... It, and then we got it in the chokehold right now. It's yeah. everything different, but, you know, it's all about adaption. Yeah, it's crazy, too, how, like, the content is getting shorter and quicker. Like, you know, some people are, ain't used to them long videos anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, the three-minute videos. and the, uh, the whole, just the whole way, like, the whole outlet to the music is just different now, considering, like, how content is and just how people... <laughs> Like the whole perspective on it then changed and how you connect with people. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Instagram, bro, I don't know. It's just weird to me. Like, I don't know how these algorithms work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's weird to me, man. It's just like. I, I, like favoritism to me. Yeah. Like, now it's like more of like, uh, how you say it like that? Fucking like they, they be gating shit. You know what I'm saying? Gatekeeping. Gatekeeping shit. You know, that, it, 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 um, that's exactly how it is in a sense, because. Like, how can I use it for example? Like, like, okay, how you connect? Like, how I come to with your fans and connecting with them? Like, I was just speaking to my, one of my boys about it. Like, there's no uniqueness to like when you find nine times out of ten when people name a good rapper who's their favorite. When a person says their favorite rapper nowadays. It isn't because they think they're the best. It's yeah. just because they like them because of the personality, and that's because the content that they able to see as compared to back back in the old days, like the music and your music was the only thing that people had to base on you. As in, you didn't really know too much about Nas besides what he put in his music. Yeah. You ain't see, oh, I see Nas be at home playing Call of Duty or Pac-Man and yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah. As in compared to now where you're, Content gives you that choice, so it's a yin and yang to everything. So how do you balance your content, man, as far as, like, telling your story and shit? Um, I just keep it authentic. I, I do things for me and not for, you know, by doing it for me, I'm doing it for them instead of the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Because once you kind of get into that, it's like you, you know, you just, you're not living, to me, you're not living for yourself no more, and it's kind of like you get caught kind of in that clout chasing. So an avatar life that you build, right? Like, yeah, you become your own gimmick in a sense. So it's, yeah. it'll get 
delusional. <laughs> and then you start keeping up and you stressing yourself out and then anxiety comes in, depression starts coming in, start self-doubt starts coming in a little more because you got to keep up with this. That in a sense, like the internet, nine times out of 10, what you want to get recognized for isn't what you're going to get recognized for with content. That's why it is the way it is. You could post a video or a live performance for some man. The most inconspicuous thing in that fucking video will go live. But when, you know, you were originally hoping for the song to be the thing, but the only thing that's making the song go viral is, like, you know, you hear some type, like, buddy on TikTok, the uh, mama, don't wait. He went viral off that song just because they was talking about his haircut. So it's like it's a bittersweet thing, but you got to know how to capitalize yeah, off yeah. of it. So. That's why I feel like a lot of people are doing a com- Comic side, comic skits type shit. You know uh, what I'm saying? A lot of people are out there just doing the comedy thing, which is cool as hell. You know what I'm saying? It's just because it's like it's easy. Yeah, it's content. It's you just come up with some fucking funny shit. You know what I'm saying? Or you just gotta, mock somebody and fucking. Yeah, I was just gonna say you because you is no real originality to it. Because if you you know if you know how to play your cards right, you just redoing what someone else doing, and you yeah. don't really got to come up with your own idea. You can just add your own spin. So. Do it. What's hot? You know what I'm saying? Just utilize what's hot. Just going back to what I said, it's just like no real reconnect, like no real way to reckon separate like the fun content and you know from the people who seriously love this. Like, yeah, yeah. like you said, you could have your little yachties and your Uzis and all of them who just they go in there when they go into the studio to make music. They don't have the best in their mind. They have fun as compared to people like Nas, Jay Z. Me, yeah, yeah. her, who going there when I'm writing a verse, a code, for example. When I go in there, I'm, I'm writing that. This, this shit ain't just for fun. It's for the best. I want to be the best. This, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make sure the motherfucking mic on fire after I'm done as compared to other people who wouldn't. So different strokes, different folks. But at this point, technology is getting where it is that we do need to set a boundary line for me. Beating. Like... You got to, someone needs to, either needs to set the platforms where artists who do take, because it's like the people who, this is their life, their art, their craft, who really take the time and put the words, like real lyricists and MCs, yeah. you could say they feel like as if they're neglected because they don't take the clout chasing way, the uh, clout chasing route as compared to other rappers, and that don't mean they not better than them. Because now what people will say is, oh, well, shit, he flopped. He can't be raw, but his shit would be, like, the numbers don't base the quality, yeah. in a sense. So. It's just like the clout chasing, like, you know what I'm saying, like the J. Coles that don't have to do the clout chasing, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, the, who else, the logics that don't have to take the clout chasing because they're just speaking on a conscious rap, which is not getting that much exposure. But True, but now that, but see, this is well fuck them up in a mental, in a, in a mental health. Because if they love this shit and you, you know, you come to that point where you really need, willing to do this shit, it's like, damn, I really do need to do this shit to do on. Um, because it's like, once they do it, they immediately see results from it. And now, you know, shit, it may not make you real, but it's paying the bill. Yeah, so yeah. now you kind of conflicted with your morals and when you really not trying to do nothing but do what you love. So it's, that's why I say it. you kind of put the people who do love this or don't have that type of mindset to force them to go over and dumb they shit down when 
like the same way they say. They started doing what they was doing because they didn't want to be like the Nas's and shit. So we got to have a balance to both. As of right now, I feel like it's only one lane. For me. Yeah, yeah. And shit, too, as, as far as, like, the direction of the narrative of the music is going, too. It's like, it's just, it's just trying to keep... Because I always be talking about this as far as, like, how... We're, we're, we influence our young ones, are the ones underneath us. You know what I'm saying? For so sure, like, for sure, for sure. So like how, like like I was talking about J. Cole and them, they don't get as much recognition. Air, yeah, recognition or airway because of the shit that they're promoting. You know what I'm saying? The narrative they're speaking. You know what I'm saying? As far as using more conscious that, style rap and yeah, building that, knowledge and shit, giving knowledge and wisdom. For sure, and then board it to how much the tabs did change, how they reach their fans. Like, <laughs> it's different as it compared to, you can't just like, okay, probably like 10 years ago, Forest Hill Drive, he really could just make a tweet or make a post. He gotta be on this, you gotta do real press runs cause now seeing is believing yep. to the kids. Like, man, you can't have, ain't no way you got a million dollars and I don't see it and I don't know how as compared to, that's a lie. I could not. It's billionaires walking around with nothing to show they billionaires, but they got it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's different with people. It's all perspective. How did you get in the rap game, man, in the beginning for you? Um, well, I had did. I, I originally came up with the idea when I was doing time. I had went to prison like 2019. And, well, I always been around music, always been my soul, like, I always just had elements around me. Like, we rapped in grade school, all of that. And then my boy, OTM Benz, he was, like, one of the main first people that was rapping when I came home. And once I seen him, that's what, like, he didn't. they didn't really have, like, the business side to everything then. And I'm really business, business savvy, so I went and got everything in order from there. And then after that, they ended, him and OTM Lil Mo got locked up and... They forced me in the stool a little bit before that, and once they left, I just kept going, and now I'm here. Yeah, yeah, So what'd you go to prison for, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, uh, I was young. At that time, it was a gun charge. Carrying guns and shit? Hell yeah. Part wild, of the, wild life. Talk about a little bit of your neighborhood life, man, growing up. Uh, well, I grew up multiple places. I started off at Harvey. Harvey, Illinois, like a little suburb right out of Chicago. Yeah, I rotated to Cal City, Dalton. Yeah. yeah, just the city too, just rotated. But then as I got to like my older years, really, I started playing old uh, 147 to really just playing throughout the suburbs from Harvey to Cal City and shit, you know, getting into that lifestyle, ditching school, doing all the typical shit, typical shit you do in the environment, just banging. And then once I, you know, hit my head a couple times, that's when I really started looking at shit different. Plus, yeah. I had a daughter in the middle. When you before you went to prison or yeah after? before before so like just being disconnected from her time from her those times and going through those phone calls conversations and like I always been that type shit and always been in like a provider yeah. like I was raised to always be a provider so that was like my first time being in a situation for my family where I couldn't provide like couldn't do shit so after that it, it only took one time for that. 
Did you have mentorship growing up, like as far as like people trying to guide you in the right way and shit like that, or you just had like your friends? Or you grew uh, up in it? That's actually a good question. Nah, I, um, actually, nah, I, we never really had like guidance like that. Uh, actually, something we used to call ourselves. We could actually look at ourselves like a, a rebirth, of OGs, because the first OGs didn't have guidance, but they had to hit their head and learn and know what's right from wrong so they could begin to start passing that knowledge on. So that's kind of what I felt like happened with me, like a reset. After everybody that went on with, like, with my generation, I feel like we the effects of, like, the crack era. So everybody pops. I know most of our pops either did, gone uh, in jail, and a little percentage that do have them, you know, it's either something wrong or they do have a good father. But the majority of us, you know, caught yeah. the caught the, uh, a bad hand. Yeah, yeah. Shit, uh, so when you went to prison, how much time did they give you? I was a little shit, like, I only did like a little baby video, like, like nine eight, months. Eight months or something, nine months? Hell yeah. So what, what were you going through in there mentally and th thinking about after you having your daughter going to jail? And then, oh, that shit eat you up inside. And then not having mentorship like that, how do you utilize that experience to uh, become a better father type, or oh. mentor? That you listen to, it's about having that that self understanding that being able to look in the mirror and not be able to lie to yourself and tell the truth. Because once you be able to do that, you should be able to make the corrections, you know? Like for me, I was able to talk to a lot of motherfuckers, see what they did wrong, see what I did wrong, and, you know, evaluate the situations and move forward from that. But a lot of that just be about facing your childhood trauma and getting over that shit. Yeah. So how, how did you really? hone down on like your 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 problems and your traumas and uh, how did you learn to get over those fears and those self-doubts um for me like as i expressed for me and a lot of the otm members we we do this shit for a lot of the young men that's growing up because for me i went through it personally like it's um i'm actually in the works of doing an opening this program for a lot of the kids at the schools because it's just about emotional intelligence. I felt like one of the one things we didn't learn as growing up as young boys was like how to deal with our fucking emotions. Like, 100%. just considering that I, you know, for the boy, I can't speak for the ones who did have their father, but for the ones who didn't, was there that didn't have their father or mentorship, like, I didn't know how to deal with any of my type of feelings, even when it came down to like not even just eight, like, anger and sadness like just being horny and how I feel dealing with women and shit like yeah, yeah, 100%. how I feel to you know ask those type of questions and do so that's one of the main my, one of my main focuses moving forward you know trying to just pass that type of guidance on to the shorties because just being able to have someone you can ask the question yeah, yeah. solve a lot of fucking problems to me yeah for me it was like one no one there, so it wasn't even no point to ask, and I and that's how I hit my head and learned. So. And that's what that's what that's the problem with a lot of young brothers, man. You know what I'm saying that I deal with, and I, I run across across on the podcast, same situation. You know, going through, because I didn't have my dad either, bro. So I understand like having trying to be there and ask those questions that need to be answered, but nobody's there to answer them. You know what I'm saying or ask to be asked either. Because then you might not be a you know, in a sense, you might not be one of those smart people. Who even know how to articulate yourself to even know what to ask so it's yeah, like yeah. you would just be all fucked up and this strange and that's why a lot of the kids just turn to the streets with the first resolution getting high yeah and then bang shit. <laughs> it's 
they ain't had shit so that, you know, the first thing they're going to do is get had bad shit and that's going to take their man from the situation not solving the problem because you still going to have to deal with those things for the rest of your life. Emotions aren't something you could ever avoid. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So how do you utilize all that trauma in, in your life experience, man, with making your music? Oh, I take it in up. That, that's what I use. That's my fuel. That's yeah. my, that, that's like the, the oil to the engine for me. Um. Cause, like I said, me, I I face everything head on. I'm humble beast. Like that's what make me the greatest in a sense. Cause anyone could be the greatest, but I'm the greatest. So yeah. I take everything that I, people would, would use and try to, you know, hide, and I let those things define me and make me better. Those things, that's part of my story. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't try to have. I embrace it. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> How many members do you got in a brick life or a mud life, bro? Um, we got it started off it's OTM bands, it's B Motor Great, it's Bud two times, it's E Money, it's C Money, it's OTM Rello, OTM Lil Mo, OTM Belma, Lil Joe, Back in Benny, and then we got Tezo, then we got my boy Fatality who make our beats also, and then uh, we got Baby Racks. Couple of yeah, yeah. So y'all grew up together? Yeah, we all grew up together. Like, uh, it started off me, Boss Rob, Rello, E Money, uh, Lil Mo, and Bands. We started off like at grade school. Like, all of us related, but we started going to school with each other. When I say we was like around sixth grade, we all made it to the same school and shit. And they put us all in the yeah. same school. It was just like a movie. <laughs> Fucking boys in the hood type shit. For real, for <laughs> real. Like they put me, Rello, me, Rello, E Money, and Benz, and E Money was all in the same class. It was crazy. It was great. So that that's really how we started rapping. Like we used to rap every beginning of the uh, like in breakfast. Like everybody used to just crowd around us and get the beating on the tables and just make us rap. And we would just even the lunch ladies and the teachers is what we was doing to be there. Like, it's so crazy. What, what year was this? This is like 2012, and it's crazy. You can think of it. This before drill took over the world too. This was like when Wayne had a chokehold on the world. Like Wayne and Drake, like Young Money, just was just dominating. Man, that seems 11 years ago. Motherfuckers was wearing swag belts. We wasn't even know the Gucci belts and shit. This shit crazy, man. Swag belts. God damn. Bagging. I think people were still wearing baggy clothes then. Yeah, it was still okay to go grab a 2X and shit. <laughs> go get a Scully with a brim hat and uh, shit. Real quick. <laughs> the uh, motherfucker Frosted Flakes, uh, Varsity jackets and shit. <laughs> the cereal store <laughs> jackets. So shit. when did you guys all get together and go? record like your first kind of track we recorded our first track starting like we had nah, we um like unofficially no studio like just uh unexperienced uh <laughs> engineering shit i say we was probably probably like 2013 2014 but legitimate paid for a studio sound say like 2019 how was that when you first went into the studio, man? And start like really doing it. Uh, 
they started rapping before me. So yeah. you, I was going in like on some real, like some Diddy shit. I was just paying for the studio time, letting them do them. And then I was just amazed, like, yeah, they just doing this shit. And then just seeing how everyone work with each other. And like, cause I got mo, like for me it's different. Cause I'm the head of the label, I rap, but then I still, I love music. So it's like I can get in CEO mode, which I reference to Diddy. But then when I'm in the studio, I can switch out of B mode to great mode and stop rapping and get into like my, I say, like DJ Cali, because I know what it takes. I can't really put words on it, but I know what it takes to make a hit. Okay. Like just the essence and the vibe. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like once we get the idea of the hit, I know what it takes to finish it to make it a hit. Like, mm, 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 mm. like the yeah, cadence yeah, yeah. is down to the words and the, ideals and a wordplay everything so it's like on some rick rubin shit for real for real type <laughs> shit like like when it get down to the nitty-gritty of the music yeah so yeah it'd be crazy for me. i mean that's a, that's a unique skill too man a lot of people don't have that that, that keen of hearing you know what i'm saying that, man to make the host like you, you know what i'm saying it takes something so different like i remember one time listening to a video of uh um rick rubin and he was talking about system of down they're a rock group he worked with all genres of music and artists too. So there was a lyric, and, and it's crazy as hell, because he literally he was like a wire had a writer's block. He couldn't remember fucking. He couldn't like he's having a trouble time finish this lyric. Oh uh, boy, I go through those. So Rick, Rick Rubin told him, and they were in like a library. And he said, "Grab the first book that you see right there behind you, and read the first <laughs> line. Open it up and read the first that line." That sound like Ben. And it, <laughs> And bro, and it worked. And people don't even understand like the words that that, that lyrics of those words, and they think it goes together so good. And he thought that, like, you know what I'm saying? Um, well, for me personally, like with my music, I love all music, and like I was, I really like remember being a kid and shit, and not being able to control the radio, like yeah, oldest sitting in the back, oldest sitting in the front, so like I couldn't <laughs> control the the, uh, the radio and shit. Now like. Remember just listening to everything. So I take influences from everywhere because I do it involuntarily. Like I was listening to some shit. I was listening to one of some one of my songs I made in the stool. Then I happened to been driving, just listening to the Apple radio. Then it was some Method Man, some old Wu-Tang. And I'm like, damn, I was just doing these cadences and I ain't even know. It was like spot on. I'm oh no, 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 no. I'm damn. I ain't even. It's just, you know, yeah. that's just how it goes. So yeah. that shit was cold. So how is it, how is it, how, how uh, is it being like the record label, head of the record label, or your own record label? Um, it, it's half and half. Times I love it, because I love it. Like I said, music is my heart and passion. I love it. Then, like I said, most of my artists as of right now isn't, I haven't dealt with anyone that wasn't like close to me yet, even yeah. though that wouldn't really make a difference, but it's just kind of a plus for right now. Um, but then the cons is, you know, I'm dealing with hella egos and the same pro is a con because it be family, so it can get real heated at times, but we all love each other and we, you know, know how to look at the bigger picture at yeah. the same time, so we all stay on par, stay on plan. Running through the first time business owner, right? Yeah, this was my first, like my first real idea that I stuck with and like legitimized on paper. How'd you go about learning all the paperwork and business aspects of um, running a label? Um, 
Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> rich <laughs> Shout dad, out Rich Dad, Poor Dad, yeah. dog. That's, That's how I learned how to structure all my, that was the beginning of my basis of my financial literacy, just knowing how to structure my business and everything. That's one of my books I read, man. Yeah, you got you, it's one you can uh, because you yep. asset protection for all the people. Once you do get into dealing with LLCs and everything, you gonna always go back and read that book and always reread the asset for uh, asset protection uh, chapter because you gonna gotta know how to protect your money at the end of the day, especially oh. with this. Oh yeah, man. So learning that, man. When'd you pick that book up? Man? Uh, I say that was like. I read that like around 2017. That's probably around the same time I started reading it. That's crazy. I just found that shit too, man, because it's like not knowing the knowledge. And simple knowledge too. Simps, that's the perfect wording for it that you could like. That's the, pe the perfect adjective, like simple knowledge, because it's so simple, but it's hidden. Hidden. It's hidden. It's they, hidden. You know, amongst our kind, like amount. Monks I brown and black people like these aren't thing and the family members who do know it yeah didn't make it a a common knowledge amongst the rest yeah, yeah. amongst the rest of us like you have everyone has that rich uncle and that rich uncle is the one who has a business but he didn't teach business to the rest of the family yep. members who are on <laughs> section eight and shit like that and government so, assistance man that's so, what I'm saying. So that's what I'll I be on, like, real big with that, man. Because, like, like I said, man, I built all this shit and learning this shit, too. But financial ignorance, too, for us being out here spending money on oh, shit we don't even need to sure, be spending money sure, on. Needs and wants, you know what I'm saying? Just get caught in the culture because we're supposed to be consumers. But, see, it, it, it's it's like you have an excuse, cause, but you don't at the day because it's like you're, you're taught. It's not like you're taught. You're taught the opposite yeah, since 100%. birth. So it's like it's a bad habit that's yep. taught until you find that not until you had that deep feeling like I don't think we're supposed to be doing that. Discipline comes in and you start. You got to all program yourself from how you've been programmed. You know what I'm saying for the system for you because uh, well, it talks about how the schooling system indoctrinates us to be uh, workers, not thinkers. You know what I'm oh saying? yeah, for sure. Since the beginning of fucking. Uh, school system started type shit you know so it's like and we 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 in the culture never get taught nothing because we get the free health care we get the free fucking you know what i'm saying food free housing yeah look at what we had in 2023 you don't really you don't catch i'm 26 and i really was like the last of you don't see too many kids that say they want to go to college yeah, yeah. like i want to go to college but that's but the tip, the only simple reasons you uh, catch a a person saying they want to go to college is the three essentials, and that's only because of two correction, lawyer or doctor, and that's because a lawyer is anything that's dealing with money or trouble. So you're gonna always it's always gonna be a need for a lawyer, and a doc it's always gonna be people have health problems so there's always going to be a need for a doctor so that's the only two reasons for school but anything other than that going to going to college and university has almost became obsolete especially with social media at people's fingertips yeah. the knowledge and ai ai is a different story though man <laughs> ai is a whole different AI story is, 
It's here. Yeah, not I, going anywhere. I know. It's, if, it's here, it's, and it's not going it's anywhere. It's going to get worse. I mean, if you don't use it, utilize it. And, so what do you think about AI, man, since we got into this conversation? I believe we're humans, and it's a tool, and it should be used as a tool, nothing less and nothing more. Yeah. The point that it be, it tries, anyone tries to make it anything more than a tool, then that's when we have a problem. <laughs> On some iRobot shit. Well, shit, that, that's possible. That's possible. I mean, they already got robots. They, they already... The only reason we were saying that 05 iRobot couldn't happen was because artificial intelligence won made. It's made now. It's made now. And then they got that shit <laughs> that on. That shit funny. <laughs> then, then, then they got that shit on everybody's phone now. Like you could download Chat, chat, BT, uh, chat GPT, I think yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, I got, it, I got it on my phone. I, yeah, use, you, I, I use it. Because yeah. if you don't, you will become primitive like... Bro, I, I use it on, like, writing, like, scripts, beginning yeah, ideas, sure. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you don't use it, Is like, uh, Lupe came out with this thing called TextFX. You heard about that? Uh, say that one more time. Lupe Fiasco, he came yeah. out with an algorithm or, or, like, an AI program. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. TextFX. Me, like I said, when it, 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 it's all about intent for me with AI. Yeah. Because... It's all about how you plan on using it. That's why I say it's a tool. It's all about how you use yeah, it. Yeah, once yeah. you, once your intent is something, and that's why you have to put boundaries on it because we weren't talking about AI during the pandemic, and <laughs> people were. And not, now, not, not just certain, not everybody, but but it wasn't a known thing as in how it is now, and that it became such a known thing within a. Oh, it's growing every day. But now, this is why, I, okay, so this is my thing. So where will it be in 10 to 15 years? And I can't put, I can't, I can't. The way it grew this fast, I can't, I can't. Well, I just think about. Fathom. Just think about, like, fucking predator types. Or not predator, uh, Terminator. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? AI get too advanced to that. It's kind of crazy, man. It is. Like, once they, all they got, because. There was this doctor, uh, he was a professor, he was talking about quantum computing. I don't know if you know about that, but there's, that's like the next big thing, right? Quantum computing. You're running a fucking a computer on an atom, like a, a small powered fusion atom where you have this endless possibility and the think and processing speed is like instantaneously. Mm -hmm. So now this thing, once it becomes a quantum computer and it's gonna analyze all our data in a matter of seconds. Not, not like it is now. Like you thinking about from yeah, the beginning the of time of records. The internet. To once now, it, once like, it gets to the internet, it's it's infinite. It's over. It's like infinite. and then it's gonna realize that human beings are the most fucking the problem of this of this harmony that this planet is. You know what I'm saying? Yup. And then what is it gonna do? Fuck it. Oh, these guys got destroy. They got mass destruction weapons. We can link into this. Oh, it's just all wired. If, if, if <laughs> we all some bad shit off the cushion, we talking about how it could happen. It could happen like this. Give it 10 years. I could believe someone making an AI who, let's just say, for example, they say they make an AI that they just wanted to live and be like us. Bicentennial, man. Once they do that, and it feels like that, all they got to do is get a battery supply and run on his own. And after that, it, we just seen Avengers. Once they hook up to the internet, it's, it's just going to keep switching bodies. 
So at that point, we got to shut down. But at that shit, at that point, it's going to be so detrimental to us to shut down that internet. We ain't going to want to do that. Man, you don't think there's probably an ARI, AI system already running for the United States or something for the government or something? Oh, yeah, for sure. There's probably an AI programming already running for For sure. Oh, oh, they already using it for analysis, which I could understand. But once I, it's uh, when you come, it's a tool. Once <laughs> you allow it to run on its own, that's when you got a problem because that's a kid. It's like a kid, but not a kid. And it's learning 10 times, a million times faster than Stronger. the human. <laughs> absolute no emotions so if, if we if we the problem because of emotions what you think that's gonna be if it has no emotions so it's it but at the same time like i said uh you know you still can't it's yin yang half and half you still got to get the more you tell people not to you yeah. just got to set the right boundaries that fell which is hard but it does need to be boundary because it can go pretty fucking well at any moment dealing with that shit so you guys, you got these guys in the studio all the time, man, or what? Oh yeah, we always locked in. We um, like we got a couple projects. Like uh, we still really deciding if I want to. We got some shit for Thanksgiving. I'm really deciding if I want to do some solo, solo for give because I dropped. I gave I gave them uh, what that was great. I gave them great expectations on. I think July? I, yeah, July fourth. I gave them that July fourth. So I think I was gonna probably do some, probably for New Year's, giving them New Year's a Christmas project. Plus, we also got some coming for the whole label, cause we ain't did some. Uh, it's just a lot of projects in the mix. We really just been working on. We had to really just take a moment, reevaluate it. So many of us, and we all wanted to drop, and everybody was had. We just wasn't coagulating at the same time. Like I said, we be brothers, so we all argue at the same time. But we got back on point, and we just. Really just got a shitload of videos, so we really trying to get them organized and see how we want to go about it. But it's for sure a lot of shit that we got for y'all, and we ready because we know a lot of people been asking for it. But they been bumped because uh, I gave them a project, then Bands gave them Boss Talk, and everybody else been asking for Lil Mo's, Lil Joe's, Lil uh, Rello's. So, man, it's just we working, we yeah, working, yeah. we working. It's just about getting all the dates and shit ready and clearing the beats. It's really about the beats. Clearing the beats. Clearing the beats. How's the process with that? Yeah, just basically if you use a sample or something from somebody, you got to. Sam- yeah, samples really, because that, now that's one of the, also the things dealing with as a label, because I'm the one that really has to worry about that, because it's not like, if they just drop a song, if they was just the artist who just dropped a song and it went viral and that, it wouldn't really be so much as a debacle. As in, it's already a label, so they, if it'll just be them suing them for that one song, and they just blew up, so it's they're only really suing for that song as compared to if a song blows up and it's one of them, and it's on the label, they can try to sue all of us then because it's the label, you know. So oh, okay. It's just about having all your, you know, your ducks, your ducks in the line because some producers really do be on lame shit, to, you know. Song blow, they try to say they want everything or try to say they want some outrageous shit. But the way I usually, I do real artist development with my artists. So it's very rare that we do something with a producer that we, you know, don't already have a lot of music with. So if that was to happen, I could go to them and negotiate with them and be like, well, 
it ain't even, we got other songs with other beats with you, so how you want to go about this? Because if you're going to try to do this with me for this beat, then we, I'm going to have to have them go change those other beats off, and those could be opportunities for you now that you see you two obviously has a, ref, a recipe that works. So yeah, yeah. It's just about business, having everything in order. And how you get how you do about marketing, um, promoting marketing? You, you you buy like uh, boost posts and shit like that too. Oh uh, yeah, you gotta run yeah marketing. It's all about running your ass and but the main thing as of now right now is just it's so much about content. You can't just run ads on anything, so you gotta really kind of make enough content and be consistent enough that you know what to push. Okay. And long as you know what to push, you should have a good idea. But I hate feeling like it was once upon a time when I was boosting every post and I still felt like they wasn't, it wasn't doing shit. Yeah. And I'm spending money. If I'm, if any, if I'm spending money, if we're going to spend money on anything, it's going to be working. For sure. So, like, what, what would you boost, like, just regular posts or would you try to boost just, like, your songs or you guys working in the studio? Uh, um, every, just everything that came to pertain to the, when it was a drop. You know, man, I feel like Instagram has changed dramatically. Like ten, ten years ago, it got cocky. Like ten years ago, I, I fucking, I should have just never stopped posting Instagram pictures. Got cocky. <laughs> yeah, and then they started racing people and shit. Like what the if, fuck? Um, well, they, they got Instagram is Instagram, but you got to think they still battling with TikTok. So it's a whole lot. Then it's always changing the world. Like the world just got where it was, as in to now with content in the music, like, just as well, even right now with podcasting and music, like, how, like, y'all got it. Y'all, if y'all don't know it and no one signified it and said it, like, podcasting is the way now for you, like, for R&B artists now, like, if you, anyone hasn't paid attention, if you see an artist nine times out of ten doing something, there's something going on, like, yeah. you know, because there's no one else six in park. There's no video premieres. There's no real radio stations. What do you where do you really go to look at your music artists besides their social media posts to really know what they're doing? Podcast. Yeah, man, that's why I, that's why I created it too, so that everybody can hear stories, man. Everybody can hear your struggles, you know what I'm saying? My struggles of going through entrepreneurship or Chasing our dreams, you know what I'm Getting saying? Getting out so, the mud. So that way people can hear that motherfuckers are out there like us, you know what I'm saying? And, and going through the similar situation, such as, like you talked about, motherfuckers in the culture don't have a dad around, you know what I'm saying? Because they're in a locked up jet or on drugs. For sure, that that and then when it just goes to the way about how you want to go about your content and you don't want to just feel like you so much is just, you, there's nothing wrong with change, but like I said, feeling like you're in a sense of, chasing it yeah. you know even though you chasing your dream but isn't you still don't want to feel like you selling out yourself like you yeah. should be able to tell like that's something i know i was willing to do and something I, that's me and that's not me the real sacrifice you feel me yeah, yeah, yeah. like so it's it's just with that because it's tough times and it feel like the other side is just so unrepresented right now because <laughs> <laughs> it's like no one really feels like you know um who was that just talking about that? I think that was Rowdy Rubber just saying, like, um, I won't just talk about women rap, but even going to the men's side, like, for women, like, 
look at the women's side of the the rap now. Like you don't really have people that like women that speak on the respectable side, even though you know it's all wretches. Even though even going up my way and what I talk about with my music and going up, like we don't really have like a I switch it to the men's side. We don't really have like positive roles now. You don't really see like role models. Like the only person I consider a role model in today's in today's media, amongst everybody from rappers, celebrities, like is only LeBron James. Yeah. And that's only because he's never had a scandal or anything foul between the worst this man had was his mom sleeping with, and that wasn't even him. Like no drugs. No gambling, yeah. No cheating, just straight basketball. Just did what he's basketball supposed to do. Basketball family. That, but and he's not even a like a like a activist or anyone. You get what I'm saying? Like Malcolm X or someone. Like, yeah. Who would you say like we don't have any top scientists? Like a who's our Albert Einstein, our Stephen Hawkins of today? Kanye West. That's fucked up. <laughs> what? Of a Stephen, of the, the genius mind? Yeah, but, but I'm saying, like, I'm not knocking him for his, his artistic genius, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying scientifical genius. Oh. Like Stephen Hawkins, the guy who, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I asked him, how would I get to Mars? He could tell me detail by detail. Elon Musk? Elon Musk? Uh, I don't and, and we don't, but, like, and I'm not, I'm, See, this is what I'm saying. Not intelligence-wise, yeah. but as in moral-wise, like role model-wise, who would you could look up to him and tell your kids, like, yeah, that's that's, that's who you want to be, yeah, and yeah. not have a problem with, it and not know they can go get on Instagram or something or later down the road and see something. And even though everyone's human, yeah, you get what I'm saying. But then it's just those certain individuals in life. That's that's what role models are. Yeah, I, I feel like I mean Rick Rubin would be a good example. For sure. You know what For I'm sure. saying? For sure. Just because sure. he just moves at a different, like, everybody moves at a different frequency, man. Like, you got to find those people that are compatible with your your frequency, the yeah. genius and intellectual levels, you know what I'm saying? So that way you can have those intellectual conversations. And, and meet different people. Yeah, meet different people. That's why we need to go out and meet and network instead of staying in our home box, you know what I'm saying? And you got to. Yeah, because if, you, if you're going to stay in that box, you're just never going to get out. You're never going to see what the world is. You're never going to see takes. Never gonna get a drink of that water, should I say? Because you never know what it's gonna be like to be thirsty again. You know what I'm saying? So, we gotta teach, like you said, we gotta have better mentors. But it starts with us realizing that what what's missing. You know what I'm saying? That that self evaluation. That, that role model is missing in the system now, man. And, that, and that's a good point you brought up. You know what I'm saying? So now you recognize that. For sure, for sure. Cause so now you gotta be that role model. You know what I'm saying? So I, you, you <laughs> I try to stand on it. I try to be, and I try to pass on wisdom. Try to, you know, make sure the shorties just always. Cause like I said, I know what it felt like to be in that situation. That for the kids who don't have the even have the intelligence level I had, that's even lower. Cause that's how you reach it. It just takes, you know, just being it. It really just started with a simple question. Just being able to ask, like. Man, hey, I'm having problems. Yeah, how, yeah. Can I, how can I solve, man? A lot of kids don't have that. Yeah. And Or don't have people in their life that's going through 
that can really ask it they self because like you probably do have moms and shit that care but they focused on paying bills and shit so they not able to see those type of things and notice the shit that's wrong with their child to ask them them questions so it's just about having that love around or that sense of some i know i can that's someone i can ask yeah, yeah, yeah. i can ask him i can ask her and i know she's gonna tell me the right shit. Yeah. they got their shit in order you feel me so that's just like uh, your mom's like the only woman you should go to for advice. Not every girl that you meet in your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You shouldn't share your personal moments with the woman that you are dating, whatever. You know what I'm saying? To you a should. certain extent, until you know shit in order. Yeah, yeah. That's just what being a man is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's cool to talk to your girl, yeah. But and as far as like getting advice, you you go you go ask that from your mama. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because girls don't wanna. Sit there and be listening to your problem. A mom could be listening to your problems and give you the best advice instead of her turning your shit down. And, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, depending on what, what woman you with, and plus, just you know, just as a man, sometimes you just want to the role you want to have in a, your woman as is you solve problems. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're still human, but yeah. you know. Yeah, you always gotta get to the problem. You know what I'm saying we'll figure it out. That's why it's disappointed. And being a team, you know what I'm saying? Coming together and being a strong team. Communication is everything. Teamwork make the dream work. So for your your project, man, what inspired you to do this great uh, expectations? Oh, it was so long overdue. Just so long overdue. We had been working, doing everything, and just we had did out the mud volume one, then we did back in mud volume one, then at that point we just had been doing a lot of singles doing shows. Um, I had did a couple shows with L. Hitler. Did some with Queen Key. Did some with Heavy Steppers. I did some with Lil, with Lil Zay. And at that point, we had been in the studio with um, DJ L. We always in there with Fatality. And we had just been all around. So at that point, it was just time to get a street something just whole and just no idea of how I'm coming in. Plus I had so it's so much it didn't yeah. it didn't do nothing to my catalog. So I'm just keeping it coming really. I and I got the next I got all my projects really ready, man. It's just about getting in order with everybody else because I be switching, you know, switching the mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you being a father now, right? Yeah. Uh, you got how many kids? Just one? Yeah, just one. Oh uh, Easy, uh, she's ten. She about to be eleven February. Damn. So how did that change for you, man? Oh man, she's. I love her. She just she. That's. Fatherhood is just fatherhood. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's, it's just it's a learning experience every step. Yeah, I got four daughters. Man. And he's the oldest son. He's like oldest. they hold they hold your heart in their hands. <sighs> yeah. Uh, pretty much. Like, my daughter didn't want me to leave this morning, dog. That's why I was, like, running the lake. She was like, Papa, stay with me, you know? And they're at a young age, man. Like, uh, Also, they're young. You got yeah, young girls, too. Yeah, four, three, and two. They're about to be. Okay, you got them at the best. The best. That, that's when they the, the best. The best, the cutest, you know what I'm saying? Sweetest. Yeah, the sweetest. <laughs> they want to be with they you. They want to hug and shit, you know what I'm saying? And uh, they're like, come lay with me, you know, come lay with down with me. And it's, that's what they, because I'm always gone too. So I was going to ask you, how do you like balance the time, you know, doing what you do, work, um, this, parenting? Um, well, well, my daughter, me and her have, like, as I say, 
Uh, to me, my daughter has my intelligence level, so I've always spoke, to me, I've always spoken to her like she's two years older than what she is. So we've always had like a good dynamic and relationship where I could talk to her, plus she liked the music. She, she's actually, she recently just started, she just recently started band. She's, she's on the drum, so I love her. Oh yeah? She's doing that, I, I love that. Did, did you uh, influence her to get her own drum set or she just asked you for it? Um, she just asked, but I would hope so because yeah. I, I, <laughs> I would love it if Daddy inspired her to get on the drums. But um, yeah, she recently just started doing that. But with the music, I, I just tell her what it what, what's going on and she she, she kind of already knows. So if I was like try to downplay it and be like, see, why are you talking to me like this? <laughs> what you finna go, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Just making sure. I love you. Yeah, I, th- I think it's very important to have that communication with your kids, man, to open up that door for communication, you know, to have that. Especially if you're speaking to her like a young lady already, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it gives her sure. it gives her that sense of, like, she means something when her presence is there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of, you know how it is for us, we were getting yelled at and shit. You couldn't be in the room. Oh, yeah, it was a whole couldn't different Couldn't get in the kitchen. Game. Get out of my house, it you know what I'm saying? It was a whole nother but... Ah man, it was good, but it, it was just the times. I ain't even gonna be mad at it. It was just, it was just the times and what was going on, and like, really. Cause when you think about it, so what do you think about streaming, man? You think that that's worth it, the streamings? Like, cause you, I mean, if you get a million streams, what are you getting back from streaming? Like, how much are you getting paid out? Stream- I don't. Now, don't get no. Nah, me personally, I. Streaming is all right with the times because the accessibility. But if I had to pick, I'll go back to albums any day because that was genuine love. Mm-hmm. For someone to get, thinking about it now, compared to me as an artist, if I had to pick, if I want my fan going to the store or just downloading it on their phone, I want them going to the store because I know they love me. And as long as I know they love me like that to get up and go to the store, I'm gonna keep on giving them that fire. I'm gonna give them the fire regardless, but it just hit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just hit different when you know they got up because now that we in this age where it don't it take two seconds to download a song. So the idea of they had to take their hard-earned <laughs> cash, no Apple Pay, no Cash App, go cash a check and do whatever they had to do to get the cash and go buy that album from a record yeah. store. Something that nine times out of ten most kids. That aren't anyone who ain't above the age of that's above the age of fourteen hasn't seen a a, a record store a CD store. Hey, hmm, what? Hmm. So it's that's so crazy, bro. To think so, about, like I, I was great. I was raising all that shit, like cassette tapes, and then watch it become CDs, and then watch it become MP3, and then watch it become fucking. Laptop, uh, uh, iPad, or uh, uh, what was it? What's iPod, it? iPod, iPhone, and then next thing you know, fucking iPhone came out and it just started taking over the camera game. Like the camera game is sick for this shit, bro. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's shit. It, man, it is what it is. Like it's just like, bro. I shot a video the other day on this shit for the first time. Like I, 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 I fucking shoot all the time with great, with great cameras. And then, bro, I shot this shit with my iPhone. Let me show you this shit. And just, just. Look how this shit is. That's on the iPhone, bro. 15. That's the new one. 
That's real 4K right there. That's just so crazy to me, though. That's and true. it's the phone. Yeah, it's the phone. Because now, like, if you was to go back in time with that motherfucker in your phone, they'd think that's a movie camera. That's you what I'm saying. Set, you, on set, you on set of a movie with a with an iPhone. <laughs> with an iPhone. And I pull out my shit like, right, And ready. like, oh, three. Yeah, bro. Bro, that's seen a whole dress they up. They talking place. about he shot training. He, tri- he shot training day on, on his iPhone. And I'm just tripping out because it's like, bro, I just spent like $3,200 on that camera over there. And now they got a phone that almost <laughs> duplicates that same picture. So it's kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? And it's only going to get better. Yeah, because at this point, it's really just about your editing game. Bro, like this shit's a whole computer right here. You know what I'm saying? It's about your, once you take the, it's about your initiative. We in an era that if you don't have the money, the budget, you better have the creativity. And that's what Dipsy always said, too. The creators are going to have the best, the way of the future. You ain't got the money. You better have the creativity. So, and that's where, at this sense, I understand, I hate to say it. It's like I understand how the cloud chasing it happened because now you see where if a person goes viral, you see them try to duplicate going viral and they capitalize, then they switch it. Ain't hey, nothing original. They, they capitalize, then they switch it because now I did it long enough and they made enough where now I can fund what, else, what I want to so do. Everybody's chasing the bag, dog. And not, and not everybody's doing it for the love of what they love doing it for. That's why it's like people that have skills with their handsets, bro, are going to be the people that survive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what fuck is that? You be able to create something from the ground up type shit. But it, it's just like you said, it's not they doing it for the bag in a sense, which is nothing wrong with that, but it's no passion. No passion. There's no art in it anymore. Like no. Andre said about rapping, there's no more, there's nobody really taking pride in their work anymore. Who loves it? Who's really saying like, besides a couple and, and They've already capitalized off of it. You can't, you didn't come in the game with this love. You already, like, okay, Yachty, my boy, just for future reference, just for future reference, because I know I'm going to get on with him. I know I'm going to get on and all of that, but, like, okay, Yachty came in the game fluky where people didn't respect him at, at first because he was just making anything music, which he was just playing and just being him. Nothing wrong with it. I yep. love him for doing it. That's, you hear me? But now that he capitalized off that and he finally woke up to a point where he woke up and now he want that respect, he's putting that respect behind the pen. And if it would have been like that when he originally came in, where probably, would he been now? He probably wouldn't have got it accepted. He probably so wouldn't have like been famous. You, you only saying you want respect now because you got the money. It's people who wanted the respect and the money at the same time. Yeah. I, you, nah, I, this, you gonna give me my, my respect when you give me my money. You ain't gonna give me the money, then give me my respect. Hell nah, it's a package deal, cause I ain't no sellout. Yeah, but yeah. he was young then, not saying he did it purposely, but in a sense, now that he can look back and look at those things at a, as a grown man and want his respect and he's getting it like, damn, I was tweaking it. <laughs> you feel me, yeah, but yeah. it is what it is. So you guys got plans on uh, doing any tour next year, bro? You got, you got any? Oh yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. You we guys got, ever uh, toured before? It's starting around March. You gonna do a little city tour? 
city tour we really just going we already been kind of going all through the city we really just going all around we just trying to really just go anybody that's really rocking with us we really just going around just trying to get our set foot in air city and just try to get that get that mud life music air well you know because i know they got this app now somebody fucking told me this shit that you can set up your own tours and shit and through the cities with on this app and they got venues you could pick from and they'll set up the venue for you and expect expect you to come up, you know what I'm saying? Sh- show up that day, they'll, they'll promote it. Well, uh, I think I heard of it because I be using, a, there's so many apps that you gotta use and stuff now, like, man, it's, it's so much. It, it just be a lot as compared to, it don't be a, it's, ha- I say it's 75 internet working, networking, and 25% footwork. Yeah, yeah. As compared to, it was 75, percent footwork and 25 percent networking back in the old days because if you did all your footwork everyone knew you so when it was time to network i'm good everybody know me yeah as compared to if you do your networking the month after you do your footwork if you ain't been doing your networking on social media ain't no one gonna know you from that moment it was you was just some spectacular person someone saw that (laughs) (laughs) yep and no ain't gonna remember you exactly that's why, bro, I started doing more footwork now for the podcast. Because no, everybody knows of me, but nobody knows who the fuck I am. You know what I'm saying? Until they see you in person. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, damn. And then it's just about, like you said, going about shit the right way, get the right people, talk to the right ones, and just, you know, just, if you ain't got the money, being creative with the shit. Because we in the era of content where you ain't got to, it, once you get the money and you know you, oh, it's easy. I could never fuck up at this point. Yeah. It's easy to just pull anything out your ass once you got the money. But that first sense when you're trying to get to that point, you just got to be creative and catch it. And when you catch it, you 100%. got it. Straight, strangle it. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze the fuck out those yeah, lemons for that juice. You, you know, because once you're in them algorithms, you know, you know once you're in them. Yeah, I know. I'm fucking trying to get in those motherfuckers because I'm just copying shit from other people. Like, I'm redoing a lot of remixes. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, remixes that got me like 5,500 views, 4,400 views. And before it was just, I wasn't even really on Instagram. Like, it's just different. Like, I, I don't know. It's crazy to be on Instagram like every second of the day for me. You know what I'm saying? But, oh, shit. Well, you know, it's decent now. You got the camera now. So, now <laughs> it's just about, um, shit, you going to make the clips. You got the audio, all the audio clean. We in this bitch chilling. We smoking dirty. Oh, we got hella, we got hella fucking, and we gonna take some photos after this podcast too. Great, eat money that, in this motherfucker. Yeah, eat money in the cut, chilling. Yeah, he has hell over there. He ain't saying <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's chilling as hell. In fact, let me go. Hey, I appreciate y'all sliding today, though. For real, man. I appreciate you coming back. Fuck it with me. I've been supposed to slid For uh, the future for Mud Life, man. What you guys got planned? What you, what's your next project dropping? We got Out the Mud Volume 2 coming. Um, That should be prepared. We, I'm clearing up a couple beats, and we got a couple videos dropping, and I say Christmas. We should be giving y'all that Christmas, so if not, New Year's. Really, it really depends on when everything get cleared up. But all the the whole soundtrack, cover art, 
already ready to be uploaded. It's just we just need the okay on everything. So let's pray and hope we ain't got no thunky man on our side. Yeah, they get clear. With with content, you guys got your own media team with you? Like, you guys got your own little personal photographer and videographer with you? Um, We was dealing with a couple of people, but just, like I said, recently just, you know, just sitting back like I do, dealing with the label and everything, just really had to understand and acknowledge that we're in an era of content. Yeah, yeah. Where at this point, we're going to always need to, if you're doing anything pertaining to this media world, if you're, gonna keep a camera all the time and if you ain't got one you better go get one i mean everybody's got one on their phone well yeah starting off because like i said at telling y'all earlier you shouldn't be putting no money behind anything establish your consistency first and once you establish your consistency you know what to put your money behind so but once you do that you're using your camera and you gonna you in the era of content where you rolling and you trying to keep because it's you can't you trying to be is at authentic as you can and the only way to do that is just to keep the camera rolling like you just seen Cassini do a seven day stream and a little a little fake jail setup. it's all about just consistency <laughs> who did that Cassini, yeah one of the little twitch streamers man he did like a little seven days in like acting like he was in jail no shit like yeah he did he bought a, he rented out a whole little fake jail place and he had like different people come different guest stars come in for like seven days straight. He he slept in that area? They they, they slept, they had fake COs, went to the the basketball court with what? You gotta fake. send me that link, bro. Man, yeah, this shit it's for we're in the era, it's for real. We're really in the era of content. So it's just about clipping it, being and as I say, not if you not not trying to chase it and get lost in that and you being yourself and you having fun, you just gonna end up throwing the clip up of you laughing and joking and you gonna wake up in the morning that, that bitch going go crazy. That bitch vile. You at that point you shit, I got a thousand more clips like that. <laughs> <laughs> shit, y'all that's what y'all really wanted from me. I got those. Oh man, that's what that's like cause um I haven't really released any of my blogs from back in like eight, nine, ten years. Like I said your favorite ones, the ones you like, fuck it. Yeah, that's what I, I told my son. Like, the way I've been looking at it is like, I, I've been like that with my um. That's why we really took a little break because we had so much old videos, but we didn't know, like, because we had stopped for a minute, and we didn't know if we was gonna get rid of a lot of old shit, um, or keep the new shit, like what to do, um, just really trying to decide because we had stopped, but it was like. Fuck it, why can't we, we in the era where we're dropping so much content when it comes to music, who says you can't drop old videos to old songs on old projects just because you're bored? Yeah. If that's an actually good song. Yeah. You know? Because then it still get more plays. Who said it? Because now, as in compared to old times, it have been like, well, why are you doing that? And it's like... Cause shit, we gotta drop every other fucking week now. If you yeah. want to be real, cause it's the cause you can still redrop it, cause this is gonna refire up the song. Cause shit, I just dropped a video last weekend. You know, real shit, shit. Like for example, people weren't probably listening to something, and now you drop another one. Now they listening to that one. You know, it's just about keeping the wheel grinding. Yeah. Whether they listening or not listening, you just gotta. It's just about consistency, because there's nothing unique. 
So you have to just, all I can do is overload you and hope you pick mine because all you're doing is watching. All, all there is to do is watch. Yeah, that's why we're adding YouTube now for this podcast. So we, we're drawing it up and figuring it out now. So that way, because the lighting is kind of crazy in here right now. That's where I redid the walls. I don't think you were here when it was like this last time, right? Uh, nah, you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You painted more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We built the psych wall so that way it like, looks like you're in a finite room. We'll take some pictures. I'll show you after this, man. But uh, appreciate you coming through, bro. Chopping it up again, man. Appreciate Hell your yeah. presence, bro. Good, good conversation. Um, always, good always. knowledge for out there for them young guys out there to tap in and listen to, man. Um, we're gonna take it out with Top Dog, bro, from that great Expectation album. Great. Go ahead and punch that in, bro. Uh, they already know. Great. Be more the great top dog, man. It's your boy, Good Coffee Podcast, man. We out. Good Coffee. Hey, hey. KSM, go crazy. Had to get that money, nigga, going through hard times. And they try to watch them fiends doing them hard lines. And this trap could do a 50 in a week's time. We serve big bowls, now remember them little dimes. Snatch out to the face, I guess it's picture time. Ice sauce, ice floss, they want pictures now. I put that.